0: This is Terrio Media. Hey, this is Matt over at Epic Real Estate and welcome to another episode of Financial Freedom Friday. And today we're going to talk about the biggest mistake people make when investing in real estate. Stay tuned. It's time for Financial Freedom Friday with Matt Terrio. All right, so the biggest mistake people make in real estate. Someone asked me this. This, uh, this question came in and I was like, what is the biggest? I actually, I actually had to stop and think if I really had to say biggest. So what's the biggest mistake? And I thought about it and I thought about it and I came up with more than one. So we're going to change this to biggest mistakes. And then I thought, how many are there more than one? In a- I came up with three, three real specific ones that if you can avoid these, it's pretty tough to lose in real estate. All right. So the first one is coming in with the wrong expectations. And this expectations, that's a double-edged sword. It cuts both ways. Because some people get involved in real estate think it's going to be the savior to their life. It's going to be this automatic wealth creation thing that produces a passive income that's going to allow them to escape the rat race and quit their job. And it's just going to, all you got to do is buy it and turn the key and the thing performs and nothing else to ever worry about. Uh, that's most likely not going to happen. Not that way. The other side of that sword is someone has a friend or maybe it was even them that experienced them one time themselves. They bought a property. They had a deadbeat tenant, the property management screwed them, the contractor screwed them. Uh, Everything was always breaking and they had to evict and then it cost money and then the tenants trashed the place when they moved out and it's been just nothing but one headache after the other. Someone slipped on the front porch and and they got sued and then the toilet was backing up at least once a week so they had to get up in the middle of the night in their pajamas and and go walk over there and unclog it and uh, that's the other side of that sword. That's likely not going to happen either. There, there are stories. Those things happen, right? Both sides actually happen. But um, if you do this right and you get get a little bit of education under your belt, um, you can avoid a lot of that. You can avoid most of it. But where what I really want to talk about expectations is where people purchase real estate and they have this idea of passive income. And they got this passive wealth creation because of the appreciation and then they have this passive. Um, idea of, of the passive income—it's going to allow them to escape the rat race, and everything's going to be great. But just—and all that is possible. It's absolutely possible. But just understand, that, or don't confuse the word passive with uninvolved. Passive income does not mean uninvolved income. Passive wealth creation, passive appreciation, doesn't mean uninvolved wealth creation. You have to be involved with your asset. Okay? And that doesn't matter. Uh, that. That goes for every asset. Whether you're investing in a business or a stock or a bond or mutual fund or 401k, you better be in control of your investments. You better be involved and help make those decisions, all right? So go in with the right expectations. Second is, and I mentioned this a little bit up here with the expectations, talking about a team, right? So your team is going to consist of your property manager, your contractor and maybe a realtor. So going in with thinking that uh, your team is going to do everything for you, people go in and they just abdicate and let the team do everything. They think they're delegating, but they're really abdicating because they give them all the responsibility and they have their hands off and let them go do their thing. And when I think back of all the money that I've lost in every situation where I lost money in real estate, it was either directly or indirectly because of a bad property manager or a bad contractor. All right. Nice. Phone's ringing right in the middle of this presentation. All right. They're going to have to wait. So your team, so you got to do as much due diligence on your team, maybe even more than you do the real estate itself. Because you know what? The the real estate is not going to produce that passive income. It's not going to happen without good management. Now you can do it yourself if you want to, but I think you've got better things to do because it's not real high paying work. Right, there's other things you can do where that that you get paid more for your time. I would absolutely delegate property management and let them take care of it. Just do really good due diligence on the team. Okay, do uh, good due diligence on the property management and, and the contractor. And uh, you know, I always say that that real estate, it's safe. It's a safe investment. It's the people that are risky. So don't forget that part of the equation. Third thing is. Selling too soon, because we're talking about being a real estate investor. Uh, Flipping properties, wholesaling properties, that's not investing, that's just trading. It's a a job. It's a high paying job, but it's not investing. Investing is buying and holding, and holding, and holding, and holding, time is what really causes real estate to create the wealth that it has you know if you think about let's think about it this way imagine that you bought and flipped 20 houses 20 years ago versus you bought 20 houses 20 years ago and you held them till today those would be two very different scenarios with different situations that you'd be in right now right absolutely no doubt about it so my favorite holding period is forever i think i I borrowed that from Warren Buffett. That's what he said. But I agree. I totally concur. Warren Buffett, he's a smart guy. Favorite buying period is forever. Every piece of property you should go in with the intent that you're going to hold it forever because you've got the appreciation working for you, you've got the depreciation working for you, saving on the taxes, you've got the amortization working for you, you've got your tenant paying down and buying that asset for you, and you've got the cash flow working for you. You've got the uh, element of leverage working for you, which you really don't have available to you in any other investment out there, at least the average person does it, and you've got an amazing hedge against inflation as well. So, selling too soon, big mistake. Okay. So that's how I'd look at the three biggest mistakes. There might be another one or two out there, but I really think if you, if you can get these three under control, you you go in with the right expectations, understand that you do have to be involved in the process. You have to be involved in the management, whether you're managing yourself or you're managing the managers, you got to be involved. We have to have the right expectations. Second, you got to do as much due diligence on the team as you do on the property, as you do on the market. The team is, it's it's more important because that property is not going to perform all by itself. Okay, and then uh, three, hold on to it forever. That's where the wealth creation happens. That's why real estate is created more wealth than any other industry, any other investment vehicle. It's why real estate is the final frontier where the average person, the average person, has a legitimate shot at creating real wealth. Alrighty, so avoid those three mistakes in real estate, and it's. It's really tough to lose. It really is. Alrighty, I'll see you next week on another episode of Financial Freedom Friday. Take care. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c sweetradio.com.